Welcome to the Heat Source Quickfire, the mini episode where we taste and discuss one sauce in under 15 minutes. Hopefully, we bring our best facts to the table and let you decide who's is best. Let's heat up. Welcome to the Heat Source Quickfire, where we're catching up on sauces by makers we've already discussed previously. Uh, and today, we're trying from our episode 6 of Sam Sauce, we're doing Funky Garlic by Sam Sauce. There it is. That was better. You're getting better at it. That was better. And with these, we're just doing little short mini episodes. We're giving a little bit of insight into the flavor, grading it, but also we're going to bring to the table a couple of interesting facts. Yep. So we're going to bust out a little fat competition. Bust out the heavy hitter facts. We each get to pick one fact that's peripherally related to the hot sauce in some way. And then it's up to you guys to vote on it, comment on the post, and say whether you like Matt's fact more or my fact more. And we're going to keep a running tally and just make kind of a fun game out of these little shorts, these quick fires. Yeah, and I think it's it's definitely going to be interesting. I feel like we're both bringing solid facts. Some are higher than others. Some go science. Some go off the wall. This is my most off the wall fact of the minute we've... <laughs> We're, we're doing multiple episodes in one, at one time in a recording, and this one is my most off the wall. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. It depends on if you're a fan of this, or it depends on probably what, what age you are if you listen to this one. This one is funky garlic. Very minimal ingredient on this. It's a lacto, lacto-fermented sauce, orange habaneros, distilled vinegar, rice wine vinegar, garlic salt, it's, as Sam put it, basically uh, Louisiana-inspired. It's a play off of Tabasco just with a culinary chef's uh, experience in it is the best way to say it. Which I, I got to say it. <clears throat> yeah. It's Tabasco if they cared a little more. It is. I mean. Love you, Tabasco. You're super great. That's hilarious. It's <laughs> the difference between corporate level sauce making and yes, he's making every bottle of this. Right. So, yeah, it's definitely not a dig at them. It's just taking that recipe and going, what if I... Yeah. Made it a little more nuanced. Personalized it. Yeah. yeah. So funky garlic, we both are big garlic fans. I, I think we've talked about how many cloves of garlic we use in recipes in our household. Mm-hmm. I have a risk sometimes of making too much stuff with garlic and not heating it, which eliminates some of that growing garlic flavor. Uh, and I think it's actually called Allison is the cells that you break in that. That's not my fun fact. <laughs> not a sponsor. <laughs> I feel like that was my my Today blurb. We're sponsored by not sponsored by garlic. By garlic, specifically <laughs> Allison. But it's something where if you don't heat it, then it just keeps growing. So I've made stuff, crushed garlic, put it in something, put it in the fridge, and then it's just a garlic bomb, which I love, but yeah, not everyone in my family does. Yeah, we're gonna start giving this a try. This one is in a unique bottle. It's a four ounce bottle, but it's in a plastic squeeze bottle. I'm very interested to see. I'm excited about this one, especially when he said the, the comparison to Tabasco. So Tabasco of the like store-bought Ooh, it is garlicky. sauces, Tabasco is probably on the lower end of my grocery store spectrum. I've seen a lot of people say like they're like Cholula and they're like Frank's. I love Louisiana. Tabasco is towards the top of my store-bought grocery store hot sauces. Do you smell anything but garlic? Vinegar. That's, yeah, that's the two things. 25% vinegar. 50% or 75% garlic. Yeah, let's do this. That is very garlicky. So much garlic. But it's in a, it's basically a lot of garlic <laughs> in sauce form. Yeah. Not a lot of heat. No. Which a is little, weird, a little bit. Which is unique because this is habanero. The other one, but it, I guess it makes sense because Tabasco is not 
a super hot sauce either. Yeah. But the other sauce that we tried recently from Sam Sauce had habaneros in it as well. But this one, so this one specifically says orange habaneros. I don't know if that's a difference in the habanero he uses. Very mild sauce. But you almost get a heat from the garlic. That's how much garlic there is. Yeah, garlic, if you put a lot of garlic, it becomes spicy in itself. The look on this one, it's not as, so the Trapnero is a very pale yellow. This one is a little bit more of a orange, orangish hue to it. Yeah. It's in a squeeze bottle with a little. I understand why he went with a little tiny squeeze tip. Yeah. Because if you did a normal chug. Oh, yeah. If you douse something. Yeah. Especially you're, if you're, you're like, oh, I like a little garlic. This is. Yeah. This is a couple drops of garlic is enough. So this takes me to when I, when my dad has the pickled garlic in a yeah. jar and I'm eating those, it's not quite pickled. Like mm-hmm. it's not quite pickled in the same way, but it's got the vinegar. It's got that fermentation. I'm getting that same aftertaste to it, which I do enjoy. Yeah. The aroma is just straight up garlic though. And I, again, that's, if you like garlic, that's a good aroma. If you don't like garlic as much, yeah, then why are you trying funky garlic? <clears throat> right. And this, as good as it would be on things. I see myself using this in recipes. Yeah. Like this, this is potent enough garlic to go in a recipe and you're going to, you're going to cook with it. You're going to feel that come through. I would incorporate this into some dressing. Yeah. If you want to get that garlic, but you want it instead of doing like minced garlic or something where you have chunks in it, mm-hmm. you want a smoother sauce. Yeah. Put that in there. Mix that with mayo, make some sort of aioli or something. Put on fish tacos. French fries. Ooh. That'd be good on French fries. If this was a finishing move on poutine. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Deflate. Yeah. It's like, all right. All right. What's your fun fact? So I'll let you choose if you want to go first or second, because I I said <laughs> I wanted to go first okay. the last episode, and then you were kind of like, I'll, kind of I'll go first on this one. you. All right. So if you're going to keep vampires away, what are you going to use? Well, there's garlic. Garlic. Is the number one thing. Yeah. Isn't there, isn't there something else? I think. Silver bullets, werewolf. Cross? Is it a wooden stake? Wooden steak kills him. Yeah. <clears throat> wooden steak, as uh, Andy Dwyer said on Parks and Rec, if you use a wooden steak and cut off their head or you pull out their esophagus, they can't eat. They'll die from starvation. <laughs> I, didn't know, he, I didn't know it worked that way. <laughs> that was when he did uh, the Roadhouse recap. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So for my fact, garlic keeps away vampires. That's why there's no vampires in this basement right now. Yeah. They, they ran. Yeah. But probably the most popular theory on the origin of vampire of the vampire is the disease peripheria, a term for several diseases, which are all caused by irregularities in the production of heme, a cup, hem, a chemical in blood. I don't know why that was so hard to say. <laughs> it's been a long day of trying hot sauces. Yeah. Some forms of the, of the disease can, whoa, some forms of the disease cause sufferers to be sensitive to light and leads to disfigurement of the skin, including erosion of the lips and gums. These facts factors could have led to the corpse-like fanged appearance that we associate with vampires and their dislike of sunlight. Interestingly, people who suffer from peripheria also have an intolerance to foods that have high sulfur content, such as garlic. Huh. Okay. That is... I stuttered my way through that You stuttered your way through it, so it made it a little <laughs> bit choppier to follow, but that's still... I still like that. I mean, that's... Yeah, I never really looked into... I feel safe from vampires with the sauce. Super good. Don't have to worry about that. All right, so I went... So I started one way, and I started doing research one way, because I was focused on funky. Mm -hmm. And so funky, I went funk. I went James Brown. 
I was gonna go into I some James Brown stuff, go. <laughs> but I was I was gonna go James James Brown, and I had written up some stuff, and I will discuss it maybe on a bigger episode. I will discuss what I found, but it didn't feel like felt like a little bit like too much of I'm like I'm just which is funny. It's like it felt like I was just kind of digging to dig, mm-hmm. and then I said funky again, and the first thing that popped in my head was, do you know where the reference funky butt loving comes from? No, because I've never heard that. You've never heard that? I, Have you I, never I, seen the movie Rookie of the Year? It's been so long. From 29 years ago. It's, it's Next year will be its so 30th long. anniversary. Oh, man. It's been so long. So the funny thing was I felt like I was digging too hard, and then I have the more obscure funky reference, which is funky butt loving, which is the phrase used on Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year is going to be 30 years old next year. So I have a fun fact about Rookie of the Year. So, in the movie Rookie of the Year, John Candy is the announcer. Yep. I love John Candy. I'm a huge John Candy fan. Uncle Buck, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, the whole thing. He was the announcer, but he was not the announcer when they completed filming for that movie. They filmed the movie. They showed it to the producers, the bigwigs. They liked the movie. They gave them more money. And they then <coughs> used that money to pay for John Candy services to be the announcer. Mm-hmm. So some people said that John Candy wasn't utilized as much in that movie, like some of the you know classic announcers in like Major League. But the reason was it was recorded completely separate. Yeah. He also sadly he died a year after that movie was released. Okay. Which again he was amazing and it's definitely was sad. And but it was something where he was in that movie after the fact. One other side thing. This isn't my fun fact, but it is part of the reason why probably this movie has resonated with me. So Henry's crush in that movie was the same girl that played Julie the Cat Gaffney in Mighty Ducks, which also okay. I had a crush on. And so she was... Who didn't? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, this is why this I remember these so well, because this was 29 years ago. So we're talking about, was it 93? Mm-hmm. So we're talking about 93. I was like eight years old. It was on repetition from like eight to like 17, 18 years old. I'm just like, Julie the Cat Gaffney. That was That was one of my early crushes that I didn't have the name for her but i saw that i'm like oh that's the image of what my early teenage crush was yeah one extra fun not fun fact but i have a list of what which doesn't really work for you because you don't remember it as well i have every all six versions of henry rowan gardner's name that they mispronounced in the movie on like on purpose for the script but do you have any recollection of any of the names that they messed up i don't okay the only one that i Remember, off the top of my head, every time is Rosenbagger, which is Rosenbagger. Oh yeah, I've heard yeah. that. that but there's Henry Rulenfurter, Henry Ravenboozer, Henry Rosenbagger, Hen- Henry Gardenhoser, Henry Runamucker, and Henry Rulengrutter. <laughs> but there's a lot of fun facts about that movie. But those were the ones. But, but I just was like Rosenbagger. That's the only thing I knew. And they're like, oh, here's a list of every pronunciation. Yeah. It also made everyone want to break their arm when they were a kid to be able to throw a, bas- a baseball 103 right. miles per hour. And have that Tommy John surgery. <laughs> it's crazy also that 103 miles per hour was like this, oh my God, he can throw it that fast. And now it's like oh, everyone in the majors has thrown it. Yeah, you should be up close to that number. <laughs> I mean, he's still, it's a 12, 13-year-old kid, but. <laughs> so, you're t- so you're telling me the movie's uh, real? The movie's absolutely real. I haven't broken my <laughs> arm and I can't throw 103 miles per hour. That's the only reason why. <laughs> No, you've inspired me to watch that movie. I the, you the Rosenbagger definitely rings a bell, though. There's so it's many been things. Such a long time. If you really 
so if you're a big baseball fan and you pay close attention, there's so many errors with that movie, mm-hmm. but I don't care. Yeah. Like there's like, Hey, it's the eighth inning, but then like they face like nine more people mm-hmm. like at, which doesn't like nine more outs. <laughs> yeah. Also the fact that Gary Busey is a love interest blows my mind considering what Gary Busey is today <laughs> of just an insane, an insane man. But I love this garlic. Yeah. Oh, it's good. You don't just get garlic. You feel like you have an actual clove. You know that sensation you get of like real garlic in your mm-hmm. mouth? Not just the flavor. You get the sensation of real garlic in your mouth. Which is very difficult to do because I've had so many things that are garlicky. Yeah. But it's something where... Like that tastes like fresh garlic. If Yeah. If you had me try multiple things that have garlic in them and they say, okay, which one just had a blended up mm-hmm. piece of garlic in there and wasn't like processed and all that, I'd go... This one, hands down. Tastes fresh. Very fresh. All right. So, do you want to go first on this one? I'll go first. I did a heat of one. A little bit. Not a lot going on. I get probably most of the heat comes from the garlic, but then total, 68 for me. Okay. So, I did... I'm not that far off. I did 74. Okay. I did heat of one as well. I think the (laughs) habanero has a little bit of heat. It's not as much as the trapnero. The garlic does give its own version of heat. But I think that the the flavor on this is really good. It's one that's right on that edge of I would have this periodically, but it is a, a stronger garlic flavor that you have to <laughs> – this is probably the sauce of his three sauces we've tried that will last the longest because you don't need a lot to get yes, that flavor a couple across. drops. Like if you're going to blow through this, you absolutely love garlic and your significant other loves garlic more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if, That's if the you only have, way to blow through one of these bottles. If you have anyone that doesn't like garlic, this is an after-cooking yeah. addition. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I would also put this on – you get me a cheese bread. Drizzle that on there where it's like a garlic cheese bread. Ooh. I, a little I'm trying Texas to eat, toast. That, oh, I like that. I'm I'm trying might, to eat, I might take that and go pick up some Texas toast. I'm trying to eat home. healthier, and this is <laughs> this is the biggest challenge is me getting through these episodes with these ideas. No, no. You're totally fine. Garlic's good for the heart. Garlic, so garlic and hot sauce both have great health uh, advantages. So they didn't that's not They didn't say anything bad. about what you put them on, so have yeah. at it. Yeah, they're like, did you – what are you eating? I'm like, lots of hot sauce. On what? That's irrelevant. Um, <laughs> Extra thick Texas toast. Why? Yeah. Like extra thick Texas toast with butter, maybe. <laughs> so this is another great sauce that if you go to Sam's website, samsauce.com, sorry, samsauce.com, I'll, eventually we'll get the graveliness to it, but it's S-A-M-S-A-H-O-U-S-E.com. This was, again, a maker that we talked about in episode six, so definitely go back and check that out. Check out his Instagram, same name, Sam Sauce. He has updates. He does his Friday coffee talks with uh, Roddy from Faya. And then he also has his Spill the Sauce podcast that he does. It was it was Sam and Billy doing a Spill the Sauce podcast, which is a great one. If you check out his Instagram, he has updates for all of those things. Otherwise, I think that's the mini episode today. Yep, that's it. Takes us 15. Check out the Heat Source podcast uh, Instagram page. It's exactly that, the Heat Source podcast. If you have any other ideas of sauces you want us to try, anything else you want us to do, definitely leave comments for who you think had the better fun fact. Yeah. This one's going to be an interesting one. Yep, let us let us know if nostalgia the, uh, stu- is the stuttering my, wins. Nostalgia is my only key. Is so, if I, if I get the people that are watch that movie, this is a landslide. So, only because you, so if I win, it's sympathy. If you win, it's nostalgia. There's people. A lot of people have stutters. Maybe they're going to vote in no, solidarity. I grew up with one. I've I've come a long way. I had a bad stutter as a kid, and that just came back out a little bit. I have a friend that's that's had a stutter in the past, and, and she's overcome it too. So it's quick sidetrack. The comedian, I forget his name, that he was on. I think 
America's Got Talent, maybe, but he was a comedian with a stutter. Oh, dude, he's hilarious. He's great. I've seen him. I can't remember his name, but yeah, he uh, is so funny. I love that guy. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do photos photos without context, but photos, photos. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to get photos without context, but he would definitely be one of them. Yeah. So uh, you yeah, need but, to figure his name out and give that give that guy a shout out. I'll put I put it in the hashtag. He's very funny. Yeah, but thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. wasn't bad. I think it's going to sound either really cool or it's going to sound so gross.